spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. And the, uh, the I, guess, I don't want to call it a marathon, but the rewatch continues. We are watching the first six films of the Star Wars franchise. I'm also posting about this on TikTok, Kenton. Um, and I don't know if you've seen that some of it also goes over to Instagram stories and uh, well, I know you follow me on TikTok, but yeah. not everybody does. So just to see, to let, it, and maybe to to like draw up some interest in this kind of stuff, I've been like cross posting it to Instagram and and Facebook, and occasionally I'll get people like just chiming in on it. It's kind of cool, actually. It lets me know who sees my Instagram stories and and Facebook stories. So I've been talking oh, about cool. these movies as well. Um, and yeah, look, most most people who talk to me agree that the that Attack of the Clones is the worst movie. So. Yeah, I mean that's been that's been a popular line for a while now, but I still don't I I don't quite buy it and I think a lot of the folks are remembering their time seeing it in the theater or whatever and I I don't think that they're that they themselves have done lots of rewatching. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's that's somebody who only saw it one time in the theater yeah. and has fond memories for sure. But anyway, we did watch um, Revenge of the Sith this week. I actually just finished watching it before we got on today. Um, I actually watched it in three sittings this time, not two. It's so. hard to squeeze it in these days because there's so much like this was the week because it's American Thanksgiving yeah. that everything came out. And I was like, I've got like 100 hours of Beatles documentary to watch. And, and you're just like, oh, so it's hard. It's hard to squeeze it in, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm so excited about Book of Boba Fett that it's almost like I'm watching it like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Come on, where's the new stuff? Come on, where's the new stuff? Like you're, there's sort of that anxiety too. I kind of felt that it was it, actually what you could think about is uh, in terms of these rewatchability of these movies, particular Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith is that that last one, Attack of the Clones, is kind of a prequel to the Book of Boba Fett, right? Because it's about yeah. Jango and Boba as a kid. And then this one is kind of a prequel to Obi-Wan because it does, it's all about Obi-Wan and Anakin, right? So this is like, if you, if this is a great one to watch to set us up for that. So I might actually rewatch this one ahead of when Obi-Wan comes out just to kind of get fresh on that whole thing again. Because I was, um, I forgot, again, I don't know, I, f- I forgot how much that is in this movie. That is the whole theme of this movie, really. I'm so dumb. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about Book of Boba Fett like an idiot. But of course, you're right that uh, this this really is the precursor because, as Kathleen Kennedy said, um, we're going to see the rematch of the century in um, in uh, the Obi Wan series. So yeah, so like watching, seeing the last time Darth Vader faced off with Obi Wan and hinting that there's another time that we don't know about. I think that's pretty good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you want to start with this? How about at the beginning? <laughs> Shall we? War, Star Wars, war. <laughs> <laughs> what is it good for? Actually, I think I wrote that down. I think I wrote, what, what, war, what is it good for? Did you? Not, not opening this movie. I don't remember. I don't know where my notes are. That's okay. I remember what I said. Um, war, war, Star Wars, followed by the word war. I'm of <laughs> two minds on that, which is I kind of like it in a way. Like, yay, finally, here's the war. But uh, at the same time, it's like Star Wars War, Wars War, Star Wars War. It's, it doesn't really roll roll off. That crawl does not roll off the tongue. It's not. Is it? It really is. Stars Wars. Like how many stars are? Ever, no, never mind. Uh, okay. Stars but, Wars War. <laughs> Yes. And, it, and the other thing about it is that it's it's also like an exclamation. It's kind of like the, 
the dead speak in the in the rise of skywalker like you're just beginning with an exclamation like that um you know i don't know it doesn't really it's not a, i would i would not give that a good mark on, on an assignment i'd say you that. already said war it's that's right it's repetitive it's repetitive yeah, for yeah. sure all right um yeah that's that's true now i will say though that the opening scene of the, the battle scene the space battle is i think one of the best in the franchise this this opening no are you shaking your head i can't tell by no, your expression I'm, no i'm i'm like i'm looking at my first note and it's yes. like good call yes good it, call. It's, yes it's it's a, like opening with a man and this is exactly what we wanted when we heard the words clone wars this is what we thought of right just a massive space battle all kinds of ships everywhere and it was even bigger than the return of the jedi one which was at that point the biggest one we'd seen i think anyway um so i really love that opening space battle i think it's great and what's different about it too that i don't think it gets a lot of credit for is seeing seeing the characters in the spaceship so clearly in space moving around and then things happening on the outside of the cruiser and stuff with that little drill droid and all of that stuff all of that stuff is very like you can see the technological advancement oh yes from um uh, return of the jedi for sure it's like it's pretty it's it's pretty well done yeah in fact i would say overall the 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 strongest part about all these films is that they are like technically excellent like they're they're all it is the peak of what hollywood could do at the time because this is who was doing it right this is the this is this is the best uh you could do for for those types of effects and that kind of stuff so it it does look really really good especially the space stuff um and yeah those you know even the back and forth between them as they're talking the little like witty repartee they have and that that was better this time around than it was in the in the last movie i thought yeah and uh, so, so that was good as well. Uh, but then it kind of gets into the rescue of, of the chancellor and that whole thing. And I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of, of that aspect of it. Like, I don't yeah, think Dooku is the greatest. Dooku is not the greatest villain in the first place. And the way that all plays out, I was not, not thrilled with that as far as like, kill him, get him or whatever. And then he just does that. I mean, come on. They kind of uh, just throw us into it, which mm-hmm. could be okay, but you're right. It just doesn't, it looks weird the way it, like without seeing how it got that way, how they got there, it just seems a little, a little odd. Like right. here we are, here we are. Look what happened. And I, I guess that we're supposed to see that take place in the animated series, right? Is that what that's meant to be? Um, Is that like because this takes place we? the animated? Well, I know the animated series takes place between the first and or the second and third movies in this franchise right that's when that when when anakin and obi-wan are out fighting the clone wars right so that that's when this and and during that time he's supposed to be pulled closer and closer to to palpatine and it you know it it does not just at that point in the film the entire uh film well not the entire film the first half of the film doesn't match up with the second half of the film right so we'll get to that i think i'm gonna hang over so that's the problem is that that they they don't spend enough time convincing us that that anakin is really turning to the dark side because it happens too quickly it honestly does it just i don't think i don't think he should be dubbed darth vader until no until he gets a suit on on the table yeah right right right. it it just see it's it's uh i don't know why that decision got made even i did like like it's just because well, uh, darth, like darth a... doesn't mean the suit like darth maul right. was a darth darth sidious is a darth right so it's really like the darth part comes with a sith lord thing not the not the suit <laughs> right that's true that's true but still 
It just, I, I it still, still happens like it. too fast. Yeah. I mean, and really what it looks like is that Palpatine just lured him in with advancement, uh, promise of, 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 and of, of, of like, you know, immortality apparently. Um, but you know, he's, he's like, they're not promoting you like that. That whole thing seems, seems false. Um, yeah. the way he turns out, he, he turns, I'm using quote marks here, Anakin against the Jedi and, and vice versa is all so fabricated like who couldn't see through that bullshit right it just seems like in the audience i think the audience picks up on that as well yeah even the even when the jedi knights come to confront him what should be a battle for the ages is kind of like he kind of treats them all like biatches because he kind of just throws them around and even um samuel L. jackson has them by the balls at a certain point and um can't uh can't finish the job and that too is just seems uh it, it it doesn't play out uh realistically at all well you, you think about that the scene at the beginning when he's holding dooku's he's got the two lightsabers on dooku's throat and he yeah. slices off his head and then you've right. got uh mace windu in the same situation and and there's anakin saying don't do it don't kill him meanwhile yeah he killed dooku like come on man hypocrite much so yeah, yeah. That, that 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 stuff does not tra- track at all you're right so that yeah, that yeah. is an issue, um, but I will say, having watched it again recently, that that your theory of Mace Windu coming back has never been stronger. I, I think, think there's it's true. there is I think you have to be right about. There's no way we don't see him die. Like there's yeah. nothing. We see his arm get cut off. Pff, big deal. Nothing. That's like yeah. a scratch for the Jedi, and and uh, he gets flung out the window and and off into the distance. He's still alive. He'll land on his feet for God's sake, probably. <laughs> yes. Yes, or yeah. he'll land on it on in the middle of like a car. Like I'm surprised yeah. he didn't just land in a car and turn around and come right back to the Jedi Temple to, or wherever the hell they were to to finish it off. So yeah, like that kind of that actually would have been an interesting plot twist. Is like he didn't die. He's like waiting for you some other place. Would be would be interesting because he is one of the most powerful Jedi. Um, Supposed to be, and he and a battle gets his ass handed to him really easily. I gotta say, yeah. Like, come on. That, that, yeah, that was too much. But him, uh, Yoda, and Obi-Wan all fighting the Emperor together could have been a pretty cool thing. Would have been better than the, just the Emperor and Yoda, because I don't like yeah. that fight either. Um, it's a it little just, too CGI. It is too CGI, yeah. And that that is kind of the main issue. With, as, as much as we say, you know, it's great for its time. It was of its time, yeah. right? Like, the, you can't tell it's CGI for most of this stuff. So it's just, they have to kind of parse it out a little bit more. And I think that, yeah, having that much, oops, uh, it was basically two CGI characters because the Emperor is like, his face is the only part of him that looks human. So it's easy to, to do that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess while well, we're jumping all over the place, but that's fine. I, I just think that like I guess overall, I I just focus more on the negative side of this. It like the acting is still horrible. It really is. Even like at the back, you're breaking my heart, Anna. Like come on, she's not. That's not a great performance, you know. Natalie Portman, you w- almost won an Oscar or did win an Oscar. I still can't remember if she did or not. But there's things that they've added though that help with that. Like there's that sort of like that noise the in the background all the uh, there's there's like more tension in the air just in general which i think works uh works a little bit better than attack of the clones which is just like the romp and the hay and all that stuff but um you mentioned uh this being a precursor to uh the obi-wan series and i think like obi-wan comes out pretty well from this movie Mm -hmm. like he's got he's got some great like i love it when he says um well we sort of ripped apart that um that battle but i like it when he says sith lords are all speciality 
I like that. There are mm-hmm. specialities. Oh, and, and cracks me up. One of the most memeable moments in the entire franchise is hello there. That is like yeah. oh, the yeah. line. Everyone loves that. And it's great. Yeah. And that's a great scene when he takes on uh, um, Grievous and, and all that stuff. That was yeah. awesome. Like that kind of yeah. stuff is great. Um, he's, got, um, he's got some sarcasm too. Uh, uh, Anakin's the father. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing a little sarcasm on it, right. but, but I love that. Yeah. I, oh, and I love his battle stance. Yeah. The, the the whatever the peace sign goes be. I don't know. I can't remember how he's, it goes. Ewan McGregor was excellent with all that stuff, and I even love the little flares he does, the little like flips of the lightsaber he does, just to just to loosen up a bit more, like to get into it. Like he's always been excellent with all that stuff. So I've. I've I think that again. I'm looking forward to seeing that again when when Obi Wan comes out. Oh, um, oh, did you? Oh, did you see um, our friend Pablo Hidalgo in the uh, in the scene? Yes. And you know what? That's scene. actually a, that's one of the best non battle scenes I think in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would agree. Yeah, it's 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 nicely paced. It's it's a, a good story. Like you're, in, it's interesting to hear that story and to hear this whole thing is a good. Again, okay, so what, what should happen, <laughs> we always do this, like, what should have done yeah. better? Uh, but really, when you think about it, like, that scene, what we should do is break from that scene and go six months later or something like that, right? Because that scene shows the beginning of the Emperor bringing Anakin over, right? But right. it just happens too quickly after that. It's like, boom, two That's days later. Two days later, and he's fucking killing kids in the Jedi Temple, right? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. So, if we just put a little transition six months later, and then then they're all buddy-buddy, and then we have also just an incident in which he, like has a fight with obi-wan and something really mad like bad happens that's that means something not whatever the hell he was mad at because he thought he thinks like obi-wan's sleeping with padme or something stupid like that like that's ridiculous but i guess the point of that is to show how crazy he is with the dark side of the force is that what that is he'll crazy with jealousy but crazy with the dark side yeah i think so i mean plus he spent the whole day murdering people (laughs) basically all day long but at least he shut the door first <laughs> murders them you know and, and the more yeah. i see that kind of stuff the more i realize that darth vader was just the emperor's hitman that's all he was he's his muscle yeah right? well uh, i mean hey we might learn more about that in right one series about about what that what that's all about but i i so that's a great i like the fix that you came up with there with the because remember solo does the one year later or whatever mm-hmm. solo does a time jump and actually puts a time to it so you could actually do that that's a great idea uh, or even yeah like there's a couple places and actually in uh sith where you could do that yeah no i yeah i just kind of arbitrarily picked that place because yeah. it, that seemed like the beginning of that i mean no i know that we see him grooming him from a young age the creepy scenes in the early movies but uh but that really like it really is in this film that i i honestly don't feel that there's much indication well i guess they have the sand people scene that's yeah, I guess that was, that's what that's supposed to be in that film. That he's turning to the dark side. That was that that was what that was about, right? That right. he's, I don't know. Just it just still seems to happen too fast, right? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. But I do, and actually, I have a guilty pleasure in the movie. I like the dead Jedi montage, like that, like the dead actor montage from uh, the Academy Awards, <laughs> yeah. except it's Jedi and they're all just getting shot one after another. Because I like the planets, whatever those planets are. I'm like. Please, like, can we go back to one of those, like the the big flower planet and the yeah, like the yeah, yeah, planet. Yeah, you're right. I, they I, should just be mining that for for new settings for shows and stuff. Hey, I I just like I I have always liked that scene. And there's like not because the Jedi are dying because I actually want the 
I want all of those Jedi to live, but I just, I like the environments in those scenes. And that was like one of the first sort of wider looks at other things in the galaxy. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, 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 I like the promise of stuff we see in that, in the dead Jedi scene. It's also, it's also a scene that works. It shocks us because yeah. we see them fighting side by side with the clones. And then all of a sudden the clones turn around and shoot the Jedi. That is a shock. I think it's even more shocking than seeing Anakin. I mean, we don't see anything in that scene when Anakin walks in. All he does is turn on his lightsaber. The kid starts a bit, but that's it. And then yeah. he shuts the door and then we assume he kills everybody, but um we never see what happens there. So to me, the other thing is is a better. It works better, for sure. Do, do, do we see him shut the door? Does it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like... I'm mixing it up with the other one. He goes to the to the other guys. He goes to the Trade Federation guys, the offensive stereotypical oh, right. guys, and he shuts the door there. He do, maybe he doesn't do it with the kids. I thought I thought we see him kill those guys. No, am I wrong? No, we don't. We don't see him actually kill oh, anybody. God, we see um, the for the kids. He walks in, Master, Mister Skywalker. What do we do? It's like they got the kid who played Oliver Twist to do that. To do that, um, and then food he's like, glorious and, he, and, he, and then he just sits there. And there's also a lot of standing around, looking at people. Like in the middle of that yeah. lava scene, when they're fighting each other and floating on these platforms, they just stop and look at each other for a good couple of minutes. Like there's a lot of looking. What, what, yeah, like what are you doing? Okay, you guys gonna keep fighting or what? It's Take just a like, picture; it'll last longer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, i mean we say it's the best film of this trilogy and it is but that's not saying it's a great film overall it's just it's a good film i would say but, and i think just like the dead jedi scene shows seeds of of places that would be interesting to know more about i actually thought i i like the scene where you see yoda and obi-wan fighting together briefly mm-hmm. yes the clone troopers yes I, when, I, when I, yoda throws his saber in and yes. then that's so cool that's a cool scene and 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 it just like oh why can't we just have a little more of that it's yeah they split up right away like they just go you go here i'll go there and then come on stay stay together meanwhile then like uh, two minutes later there's a conversation oh no they just had the conversation you're not strong enough to face it by yourself i don't remember what happened but anyway then it i just ended up that that the emperor and yoda just started throwing frisbees at each other (laughs) whatever those things those round things are yeah yeah. come on (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, catch. So, like I don't know, that got a little bit ridiculous. So, and then by the time we get to the point after, like he becomes Darth Vader and says, "No, I'm just so checked out at that point. I just don't care about right. anything else." I and mean, like I know what happens next, but as far as I'm concerned, the movie ends at that point. Yeah, that's right? uh, yeah, that's true. They probably could have ended it there because we know all the. I mean, it's it was not. But I will say this: as somebody again thinking back to the experience in the theater, it was good to see all those things play out on screen. Like all those yeah. things that you know happen. Luke going here to Tatooine. Leia going to or um, Alderaan. Jimmy Smith going Jimmy, off with Jimmy. She's Smith. going to Jimmy Smith's, who I think <laughs> honestly he he was a lot. He was funny in this. I. Uh, I, there's a scene where he like jumps into a car he like stumbles yeah. did you notice that yes yeah. <laughs> like jimmy come on how many car hoods have you jumped across on nypd blue can you <laughs> not get this right <laughs> yeah I, I yeah that's the like because he's he's taken aback by everything that's yes. happening so yeah. he stumbles in yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny and yeah. i like um i like the idea like uh leia you have the choice between jimmy smith's and dennis franz <laughs> It, it could have gone either way. She didn't go. She didn't want to go with Sipowitz. Even as a baby, she knew <laughs> Sipowitz was the wrong choice. But he's he 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 called Jimmy Smith calls attention to himself in the film, and I don't know if it's because he's Jimmy Smith. Oh yeah, because he's he seems like he's from some other thing. He's also wearing like a big purple outfit, isn't yeah. he, or something like that? Like his outfit is pretty 
attention grabbing. <laughs> um, but it is because he's also Jimmy Smith. Anytime they put, and maybe this is happening less because we're used to it now, but at that time, certainly, we were not used to seeing any famous people who weren't already no. famous like for being in Star Wars in Star right. Wars, right? So when this latest trilogy came along and we had you know Adam Driver and, and Oscar Isaac and, and well-known actors in this, it was kind of weird at first, but now I'm kind of used to it. And now like we have everybody in Hollywood showing up in every freaking episode of The Mandalorian. Could so be anybody, right? Right. You never know who's going to be. Jimmy Smith might be back for all we know. Jimmy or Dennis Smith, France. Yeah. Let's get Dennis France on the on Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> you probably could get him. <laughs> I don't think he's doing much or, these or days. Or is he dead? I don't he think died? he's dead. I don't know. I, I feel bad not. if he's dead. I don't. He's not that old, is he? Uh gosh. He <laughs> must care. be. He must be up there. He's, he's at least <laughs> ten to fifteen years older than me, so he's old. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm a broken man, so what uh, okay. he like? Yeah, no kidding. Oh my god. By the way, I like um, uh, Anakin's extra crispy costume, <laughs> where he where he's smoking there at the side of the cliff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Like, like I still feel that when you see him, it's so it's so horrible when he's but, trying to climb up and he's like, Bleh. yeah, that's awful. But the way he got there was is bad. Like the way all it's just like a flip yeah. and he's like, boom, and he's down. And like, come on, can we not have had something better happen? Because again, the high ground people have called that out for me. It's like the the high ground thing is like the the size of the door that that Rose is on in Titanic. It's like that logic that they they present this logic in the movie, but we all know it's bullshit, it is right? Bullshit, yeah. Because what is he trying to do? He's trying to flip well, over him and you know come on he just has to kind of jump onto the sh- onto the shore and like run up the hill what's wrong with that i think i don't think that would have played out that way but there's a problem and the problem is monty python and the holy grail <laughs> if, if you start if you start taking them apart limb to limb then you're just going to get a ten thousand memes online about yeah. it is a flesh wound or <laughs> i've had worse or whatever and I i'm think- surprised it doesn't exist already given what he looks like after that shot right. like it's a flesh come back here i'll bite your kneecaps <laughs> off like all all of that stuff that goes down in holy grail i was like i remember watching it thinking thinking like yeah they had to do something to make sure it wasn't that to make sure that we didn't go down that road because clearly george lucas has already he, he's established like the mechanical he's more machine than man mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. so we know all that so you you have to turn him into more machine than man Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you're going to have to do something, but yeah, like I get, I mean, he does burn in the lava too. They really, they really, <laughs> they really do a lot to him in that last, in that last. But scene. nothing else before that. Oh, he's got the scar in his face for, for this movie too. It would have been hum- more humane for Obi-Wan to just put a lightsaber through his head probably at that point. <laughs> That well, and yeah, he just left him too. It's that's like actually the cruelest thing. That's horrible. You yeah. leave him to die on the side of a lava river. Come on. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, that's awful. They should have had a scene where they're like, "Did he die?" And he was like, "Let's just say when I left him, he was smoking." <laughs> Something. Or, or if he if he had a funny quip about the way he left him, because yeah. because I, I it just doesn't like he should have all things being equal, it would have been compassion to put him out of his misery because you warned him, you told him what was going to happen. He did it anyway. Now he's burning in the lava and you, and then you probably, he probably should have just gone, Oh, I, I warned you Anakin and like put a lightsaber through his head. Yeah. That's probably what, how it would have ultimately pay, played out, right. but you have to have him survive. So you have to have the weird thing where he leaves them. 
Well, no, they could have done something else and, and have him, like, appear to die, and Obi-Wan assumes he's dead. Like, he falls into a lava pit, right. but there's a rock outcropping that catches him or something like that. Like, it's not difficult to do that. Yeah. And they've done it before. So, yeah, they definitely could have done something different there. But I think they wanted to show that, you know, that Obi-Wan truly was the person that took everything from him. So there is, and that, yeah, we're going to see that play out in, and I think it'll be much, much better this time around in the, um, in the Obi-Wan series, we're going to see, you know, like Obi-Wan took everything from him in his mind. Again, he's crazed with power or whatever, but in his mind, Obi-Wan took away Padme. He took away uh, his light, his arms and legs or whatever, like everything. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with his face. Cause they got to show his face, right? Right. In the new series. Um, so what are they going to do with that? And how, what are they going to do about his voice? Cause they're going to basically just have, are they just going to Darth Vaderize his real voice? No, <laughs> they could, do, they could probably so. do that. No? I don't think they're going to do that. I think, uh, the, the, the machine, uh, is responsible for his voice sounding that way. I think you could say, and, um, we'll see flashbacks with him. I think, I think we'll see that. And, um, We'll probably get some gross shots of him in the back to tank again. If he's, if it looks like Obi Wan's going to track him down at the castle, uh, and um, which is which is super cool. But we know he's got the back to tank there. There could be some interesting stuff that goes down there. Yeah, because we saw in Rogue One, we saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and we saw that he still has his sense of humor because of the choke on your aspirations joke. <laughs> that he thought was hilarious. So he's still yeah. cracking wise. <laughs> so maybe he'll he'll have he'll have saved a few good zingers for Obi Wan Kenobi. What I wonder here's what I think they might try to do. I'm just going to put this theory out there that they they're going to well no I don't know because yeah the problem is we know how Darth Vader dies we know his endpoint as a character right and so nothing they can do can mess with that no so he cannot like I was going to say it'd be great if they could get him back. To, like together and and have that some back and forth like they used to have or something along those lines but it would really be difficult for Darth Vader to be good and yeah. then go back to the dark side again it was so hard for him to come back from the dark side the, the only time he did it that that can't happen so Darth Vader he will have to be evil on in this and um and he, and he has to get away again there has to be some way for yeah. him to all go down too or Obi-Wan has to get away again but, but he has to do it in a way that that doesn't he doesn't figure out that Luke's on on Tatooine right? right so he does this while still keeping the secret of the twins safe right um to the first movie right that's an interesting it's interesting and of yeah. course because Darth Vader said when I left you I was but a learner but now I'm a master and Obi-Wan says only a master of evil that and um so in this one, Obi-Wan's going to kick his ass left and right, I think. I think we can uh, assume Yeah, for, for that to hold up. Well, is he still, he's still a learner, you're saying, at this point, right? So this will be pre-Rogue yeah. One. You think it'll be pre-Rogue One? Um, uh, I got to think of how that all fits together. Rogue One is about Rogue ten, year, 10 years yeah. after. Yeah, it oh, no, has to be. It has no, Rogue to be. One is tw- it has to be before, because Rogue One is yeah. just before uh, New Hope. Sorry, I meant yes. pre-Solo. I meant pre-Solo. Do you think it's oh, now I got to think about that one. <laughs> Solo's like uh, 10 years out, right? So I guess it doesn't really matter because Solo isn't involved in this at all. But um, I, I yeah. think if, if, I mean, it's possible that we could see Solo in either one, in this or and or. Yeah, yeah. With, they just, uh, they could age up. Name? What's his name? What is his name again? Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Which sounds a lot like Hayden Christensen. It does. Yeah. It's very same, same amount of syllables. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So there could be. I don't think so. I think Book of Boba Fett is more uh, 
is uh, more likely. Yeah. I, I oh, no. Agree. Pardon me. Uh, oh, yeah, um, Andor. Too many yeah, series. Right, 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 right. Andor. Sorry. I, I, when I said Book of Boba Fett, I was thinking about um, <laughs> um, uh, it's post uh, Return of the Jedi. You, you could have, in theory, a Han Solo walking around. Oh, yeah. But that would have to be a Harrison Ford Han Solo. And it wouldn't line up. It's kind of difficult to parse this, right? Because it's like yeah. they've got, you know, young, they, they yeah. youthanized, youthified yeah. um, Mark Hamill to be young. So they don't, like, again, we, everybody pointed yeah. out Sebastian Stan is right there and could play a young Luke, right? They, they could have gone that route. They didn't. They, they brought back Mark Hamill. Um, but I think it's probably because Mark Hamill wants to do it and Harrison Ford does not. I think that was the, yes. although the, and they could not have done solo with Harrison Ford because it's just too much. No. For uh, for an older actor, <laughs> well, did um, I mention did I mention to you that there's a, a biopic about Celine Dion coming out? But they they don't call her Celine Dion; they call her Aline Du, and it's and it's apparently the woman who plays her plays and she's a grown woman in her forties, and she plays Celine at at age five apparently uh, with through CGI. And the New York Times has a review saying it is the creepiest goddamn thing like you have ever seen in your life. Like, like, like you are not going to get. And they said that they saw it. They saw it at the Cannes Film Festival and the crowd couldn't stop like talking about it and laughing. Oh, and my like, God. I, I, so the first thing is I need to see this movie called Aline because it sounds like it's just ridiculous. But that opens up the idea that Harrison Ford could play Han Solo <laughs> at age five. And I guess creepy... so. I guess so. Like, yeah. come on. That's ridiculous. Some creepy photography oh CGI. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So maybe, oh, maybe Mark Hamill will play Luke as Obi-Wan overlooks him at age whatever, age yeah. nine. Yeah. The other possibility that this kind of to stay on the Obi-Wan um, train um it, that it, it comes up at the end and the only real interesting part at the end is when Yoda mentions to Obi-Wan that he's been in touch with Qui-Gon and yeah. the Qui-Gon oh, right that that part they, they have to explore that in some way come in this on series. he can't ignore that and yeah you're right if we don't get a uh, Liam Neeson cameo at least his voice or something like come on we gotta have something ridiculous it's ridiculous that we didn't see him at the end of Sith actually yes I think that was I think that that scene I remember when it uh, happened in the theater and, and he said, uh, I've been talking to Qui-Gon and the crowd's like, oh, we're going to see Qui-Gon. This is going to be amazing. And then we didn't. Yeah. And it was like, it was like called attention to itself as a bait and switch. Like, why not just have him appear? Surprise. Yes. Like, yes. You know, he'll, he'll do it. He'd do that scene. I mean, come on. What's what? What prevented that? And in fact, I think they even shot it, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a, yeah. behind, it's a extra thing on a DVD or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you actually see it? I don't know. I don't remember. I'll look it up. I'll, it up. I'll figure it out. Either. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. They did shoot it. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I'm going to tell, let me tell you about something cool I saw. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like, anyway. So we got to give this a rating. What do you think? Yeah. Um... I guess I'll give it a three out of what? what wait, wait, what are we? Are we doing out of five or out of ten? Five out of five. Five. So I'll give it a three out of five. This is a tough one. Oh, so so you're still uh, you have this rank still uh, as good, but not better than good. I think originally when we watched it, I think I rated it quite highly. I, you know what? I still say it's a it's a very watchable film mm -hmm. for for whatever its flaws are. I get enjoyment out of watching it. It goes by quickly even though it's a long movie. 
it always goes by quickly and the mm. other ones don't necessarily like those other those first two there's draggy moments there's draggy moments in this one too like that's when yeah. i turned it off it so bad like what? no it's not as bad you're right but there are a few and and i would say that if you can like it, it's actually not bad if you split it in half so you watch that first half mm-hmm. and then take a break and come back i started it at the point right before he kills all the kids um so that was the and that's the moment when he fully turns to the dark side. So if you look at that part playing out and just imagine it took place six months after that first half of the movie, then it, it seems more plausible that he could turn like, because honestly, it's like a on a dime. He's saying one thing to Padme and then the next thing he's lying to her. It's like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, I don't understand any of that. So that, that's the major flaw of this film is that it's the, the, the one thing that it's trying to do well, it does not do well. And that is convinced us that he's really turning to the dark side. Interesting. I think... I, I have to give this film, so it would be a B plus is three and a half stars, right? Sure. I think I think it's a very watchable film, and I enjoy it every time I watch it. Um, but you're right about that stuff, about the other stuff. So I can't give it an A, but I give it a B plus, three right. and a half stars. All right, there you go. And yours is a three stars. Three stars. A C. That sounds right to right? me. Wait a sec, is that wrong? I don't know. C plus maybe. Three. I don't know how that. Works. I do it in tens. We have to give a grade out of ten no, for me four. to know. Yeah, you're right. A four out of five makes it an 80%. So I can't. No, I have, it would be a six out of, for me, it would be a C. Six out of 10 is a C, right? Right. <laughs> but, so, but, but because we're only dealing on a five star, star scale. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Right. <laughs> so I don't mark assignments out of five. So I give it, that's right. You can't do it. <laughs> so, so um, I'm, I'm just completing the math here. Three and a half stars it is. All right. There we go. All right. Next yeah, up is good. your favorite movie. Yes, maybe of all time. Of all time, but certainly your favorite movie, the Star Wars franchise, which is the original yeah. film. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited because this is actually going to get into these are like the real favorites of mine. Oh you know, yeah, they're so this good. is Star Wars. Yes, that's um, right. It's, you can't go wrong. It's like it's like I was watching the Beatles doc, and I was like, you know, it doesn't matter. You can listen to all the music in the world. You come back to the Beatles, and you're like, there you go. That's all you need. And same thing with movies. It's like you can watch ten thousand movies. You watch A New Hope, and you're like. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. That's, that one touches really all the hits all the hits all the magical points. Um, one thing I want to mention before we go is that we are starting to get into the festive season. Uh, today is we're actually recording this on Black Friday, which is in the U.S. The, the starting of the uh, Christmas season. Um, and one thing we're going to see, and we're already seeing some of it, and I'm posting some of this stuff on Instagram, and, and maybe uh, you could too if you see stuff. It's just interesting and funny Star Wars products <laughs> that you come across. And I I found a inflatable Baby Yoda um lawn decoration i guess it is it's it wasn't it was on top of another display in walmart where yeah. i saw it so i put that on instagram so I, I was just gonna say if you come across anything like that you don't maybe you don't have to post it but let me know about it in the podcast we'll talk about it every week as we go through this and see any well, new would, star wars I stuff i barely do any shopping anymore okay because of the lockdown and it's not really a lockdown anymore but it's still inconvenient so, yeah, you know, I just realized I will do this before Christmas. I should go through and find the Star Wars gift guide. I'll see if they publish it yet. They might not have done it yet. They might wait till December first because Star Wars usually, like StarWars.com, usually puts out a here are the great Star Wars gifts, right? And that's usually pretty funny. <laughs> yes. So I'll, I'll, I'll look for that and we'll uh, talk about that. Great idea. All right, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. Kenton Larson, don't let the horse hit you on the ass. Taking an awful risk, man. This had better work. Where did you dig up that old fossil?